Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host reading today. Uh, today is episode uh, 14.2. Uh, Jeremiah and I did it uh, for 14.1 on uh, Friday. Uh, so today is episode uh, 14.2 and we are doing chapter 23 in Luke. Um, we're going to begin reading about uh, Jesus's trial before Pilot. So, uh, but let me first start by saying thank you and welcome, and I uh, appreciate you uh, following and listening. And um, what I'm hoping is that this is the beginning of the year, and uh, everybody's uh, maybe starting fresh and trying to get uh, get their Bible on. So uh, hopefully, uh, everybody will start reading once a day one hour a day and, uh, and getting in their, uh, Bible reading in. So, uh, so thank you for being here. Um, we're, we're just thankful that we get to do it. So, um, anyway, uh, New Year's Eve was, uh, just this past weekend and, uh, it was, um, very uneventful for us. We're not a big party family. So, uh, um, we just stayed home and toasted with some sparkling grape juice and sparkling cider and watch the ball drop in Times Square. So it was not an, uh, a late night for us. So uh, so happy new year to everybody if uh, this is when you're reading or listening to this podcast. Um, so uh, let me open up in prayer just like I usually do and uh, and then we'll start. We'll just dig right into it. Holy God, we are so, uh, so in awe of you, and we are so thankful uh, for a brand new year. Um, nothing is written on this year. Nothing has been, it's a blank page, and uh, we're just so thankful that we get to fill it. And I pray that we will be able to fill it with your holy goodness and uh, your guidance and direction. I pray that we are in line with what your will is and that uh, we are listening carefully to what it is that you want us to do. Uh, Lord, just guide us, direct us, and point us in the right direction of uh, what it is that you want us to do in 2022. So, uh, oh, that's a rhyme, 2022. Anyway, uh, so thank you uh, for, um, for being our Heavenly Father. We thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus, and uh, the sacrifice on the cross. Uh, we are eternally grateful for that. And uh, we're so thankful for the uh, redemption and forgiveness that we receive from his sacrifice and his blood. Lord, I'm so thankful for those who are uh, continuing to listen, who have been faithful followers, and uh, I pray that we will get more followers and more listeners. I pray that they will spread the word and everybody gets on board because we know that this is what you want. We know that you want us to read your Bible and do what, do what it says. So, uh, Lord, just uh, bless this time, bless this moment, empty us of ourselves, and uh, help us to be focused and uh, in tune with exactly what it is that you want us to learn from today's reading. Uh, Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, <clears throat> chapter 23. Then the entire, I'm sorry, Jesus' trial before Pilate. 
Then the entire council took Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. They began to state their case. This man has been leading our people astray by telling them not to pay their taxes to the Roman government and by claiming he is the Messiah. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, You have said it. Pilate turned to the leading priest and to the crowd and said, I find nothing wrong with this man. Then they became insistent, but he is causing riots by his teaching wherever he goes, all over Judea, from Galilee to Jerusalem. Oh, he's a Galilean, Pilate asked. When they said that he was, Pilate sent him to Herod Antipas, because Galilee was under Herod's jurisdiction, and Herod happened to be in Jerusalem at the time. Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus, because he had heard about him and had been hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. But Jesus, uh, he asked Jesus question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Then Herod and his soldiers began mocking and ridiculing Jesus. Finally, they put a royal robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate, who had been enemies before, became friends that day. Then Pilate called together the leading priests and other religious leaders, along with the people, and he announced his verdict. You brought this man to me, accusing him of leading a revolt. I have examined him thoroughly on this point in your presence and find him innocent. Herod came, back, came to the same conclusion and sent him back to us. Nothing this man has done calls for the death penalty, so I will have him flogged and then I will release him. Then a mighty roar rose from the crowd and with one voice they shouted, Kill him and release Barabbas to us. Barabbas was in prison for taking part in an insurrection in Jerusalem against the government and for murder. Pilate argued with them because he wanted to release Jesus, but they kept shouting, crucify him, crucify him. For the third time he demanded, why, what crime has he committed? I have found no reason to sentence him to death, so I will, I will have him flogged and then I will release him. But the mob shouted, louder and louder, demanding that Jesus be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate sentenced Jesus to die as they commanded. As they had requested, he released Barabbas, the man in prison, for insurrection and murder. But he turned Jesus over to them to do as they wished. The Crucifixion <clears throat> As they led Jesus away, a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene, happened to be coming in from the countryside. The soldiers seized him and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large crowd failed, I'm sorry, a large crowd trailed behind, including many grief-stricken women. But Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For the days are coming when they will say, Fortunate indeed are the women who are childless the wombs that have not borne a child and the breasts that have not nursed, have never nursed. People will beg the mountains, fall on us and plead with the hills, bury us. For if these things are done when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. When they came to a place called the skull, they nailed him to the cross and the criminals were also crucified 
one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. The crowd watched and the leaders scoffed. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself, if he is really God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers mocked him, too, by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A sign was fastened above him with these words, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself, and us too, while, while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you today, you will be in with me in paradise. The death of Jesus. By this time, it was about noon and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. When the Roman officer overseeing the execution saw what had happened, he worshipped God and said, Surely this man was innocent. And when all the crowd that came to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow. But Jesus' friends, including the woman who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching. The Burial of Jesus Now there was a good and righteous man named Joseph. He was a member of the Jewish High Council, but he had not agreed with the decision and the actions of the other religious leaders. He was from the town of Arimathea in Judea, and he was awaiting for the kingdom of God to come. He went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Then he took the body down from the cross and wrapped it in a long sheet of linen cloth and laid it in a, in a new tomb that had been carved out of rock. This was done late on Friday afternoon, the day of preparation, as the Sabbath was about to begin. As his body was taken away, the women from Galilee followed and saw the tomb where his body was placed. Then they went home and prepared spices and ointments to anoint his body. But by the time they were finished, the Sabbath had begun, so they rested as required by the law. Okay, so let's go back. Um, you know, this is the, um, this is basically, you know, the same thing we've read in the last uh, two, chap uh, two books. Um, so uh, it starts out with, um, then the entire council took Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. And I put a little note there saying, you know, just as Jesus said, he said he was going to be taken to the Romans and be judged, right? Earlier, he predicted it. Um, and then uh, uh, Pilate asks him, are you the king of the Jews? And he doesn't admit it. He says, you have said it. And Pilate you know, he's saying, I don't see anything wrong. He hasn't done anything. He's trying not to kill this man because he knows he's innocent. And Pilate uh, sent him to Herod because he was from Galilee. And Gal uh, Herod was just excited because, you know, we, we read about this prior that he kept wanting to 
to meet Jesus and uh, because he had heard about him and had been hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. That was in eight. Um, but from what I understand, Jesus, you know, wouldn't do it. He wouldn't uh, perform any miracles like a, like a circus monkey. And then um, I thought it was kind of interesting. I put a little asterisk next to uh, 12 where it says, Herod and Pilate, who had been enemies before, became friends that day. That's kind of interesting little note that uh, that was mentioned there. Um, then Pilate called together the leading priests and other religious leaders along with the people. I have examined him thoroughly on this point in your presence and find him innocent. Herod came to the same conclusion and sent him back to us. Nothing this man has done calls for the death penalty. So I will have him flogged and then I will release him. Then the crowd is upset and they're being egged on, I'm pretty sure, by the religious leaders, you know, pushing it. And they're saying, kill him and release Barabbas to us. And of course, we know that Barabbas was, uh, was in prison for insurrection and for stirring up trouble. Uh, and then for the third time, he Pilate demands, why, what, what crime has he committed? I have found no reason to sentence him to death. So he's really trying not to, uh, to turn him over uh, for crucifixion. So I will have him flogged and then I will release him. But the mob shouted louder and louder, uh, demanding that Jesus be crucified and their voices prevailed. So, you know, Pilate finally just gives in and says, okay. Um, previously, previously we read uh, that his I think his wife was saying that, you know, she, she, he shouldn't have anything to do with this. So, you know, Pilate washes his hands. I think we read that earlier. Um, and then, of course, we go on to uh, how Simon of Cyrene helps him carry the cross because he couldn't do it anymore because he was beaten so badly. And then a large crowd trailed behind, including many of the grief-stricken women. So I'm wondering if that was including uh, Mary Magdalene and his mother, Mary. Um, and then uh, Jesus is saying, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't weep for me. Weep for yourselves because, you know, I'm going to heaven and you guys are going to be down here dealing with all this stuff. So don't cry for me. Um, and then uh, it talks about the two criminals that were up on the, uh, up on the cross next to him, one on each side. Um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, my old pastor always made a note of this uh, when he would talk about uh, when uh when you say say this uh, sinner's prayer and you turn your life over to Jesus, and he says that today you you take away all the doubt of uh, where you're going after you die because once you believe in Jesus, you know you're going to be going to heaven. Um, and this is the verse that he always uh, quoted from uh, 43. It was and Jesus replied, I assure you today, you will be with me in paradise today. Today, the day that you die is the day you're going to take your last breath here on earth and you can take your first breath in heaven. That's what he always used to say, quote unquote. So I'm, I'm par paraphrasing or I'm quoting or whatever from uh, from our old pastor. And I think that's a pretty cool concept. You know, I mean, you take your last breath here and all of a sudden you wake up and you're in heaven and you're breathing and you're alive. Um by this time, it was about noon, and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. 
The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down in the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. Now, how he shouted, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's the correct word to be used. <clears throat> and then the Roman officer, I, I wonder if this is, uh, and there's an asterisk here. So let's see, 47. Uh, the Roman officer, 24th, oh, Greek centurion, Greek the centurion. Okay, so it doesn't say anything about who it was. So the Roman officer, I'm wondering if he was the same Roman officer whose, I think his daughter was sick and Jesus uh, healed her. Uh, and he, I, I'm wondering, I wonder if it's the same guy. Um, and then, uh, he says, uh, surely this man was uh, innocent. Uh, other versions say, you know, uh, truly this uh, was the son of man or son of God. Uh, and when all the crowd that came to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow because they knew what they had done. Uh, but Jesus's friends, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching. And then, of course, we go on to uh, Joseph from Arimathea who had. So again, uh, he takes him and puts him into a brand new tomb that has never been used and was carved out of rock. Um, and so the spotless lamb is put into a clean and uh, unused uh, tomb, just like with the donkey. Same thing. He, he rode on the donkey that was never rode on before, fresh and new. Um, and... Uh, and then it goes on to say that uh, after his, uh, his body was taken away, the women from Galilee followed and saw the tomb where his body was placed. They tried to do this uh, spices and ointments for him, but the Sabbath had begun, so they rested as required by law. So they got it done before the Sabbath. That's what the goal of the uh, of the uh, leading priests that were that wanted to kill him. And so, and of course, we know that it takes uh, Jesus three days. And he comes back. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, good reading, as always. Uh, always insightful. Um, it's just, uh, again, I always say, you know, Jesus was who we said he was, or, or else he was a liar. So, uh, and he's not a liar. So uh, just, uh, it's just one more way of just getting to know him a little better, just getting to know him a little bit more. Uh, and as you talk about it and you read it, um, I think you just gather more information as to who Jesus was and, and what he did for us. So, um, so that's it for today. Uh, as always, uh, we will uh, give you a moment uh, to, um, and the opportunity to uh, give your life to Jesus if you haven't made that decision today, if you're in question, if you're in doubt. Um, you know, there's uh, people at churches, there's pastors. I'm sure you probably know people who uh, who have been praying for you. So uh, if you have questions and doubts, uh, you can always find out the answers from them. Um, but in this moment, uh, we will go ahead and lead you in uh, the prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. 
I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I will follow him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations, and welcome to the uh, kingdom of heaven and the brotherhood and sisterhood of, uh, of Jesus. Um, you are now forgiven of anything you've ever done, and you should mark it in your Bible uh, as today, whatever day it is that you're listening to this podcast, uh, and uh, go celebrate, find a church, uh, find a pastor, and uh, if you have questions, you can you know ask them the questions that you need to have answered. Um, get involved with the ministry, uh, volunteer somewhere. I mean, just be the hands and feet of Jesus is what he wants you to do. Figure it out what it is that he wants you to do. Uh, and keep reading your Bible, uh, one chapter at a time. So, uh, that's it for today. Uh, again, thank you for, um, listening. And, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we are not fancy. We are not uh, big production. We are just simple reading the Bible one chapter at a time. Uh, again, it is leap of faith podcast.org. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, uh, or you can, uh, put a note on Facebook or, um, yeah, just contact us and, uh, we will do our best to get to you. So, uh, again, thank you again. And, uh, we will definitely see you tomorrow. Uh, have a good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is that you've uh, taken out this uh, 20 minutes to listen. So thank you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.